This is the last call with Chris Michaels for the very, very last day of March at March 31st. So there's so many things going on as usual, but tonight I've already done an hour of broadcasting, an hour of producing, because I, I produce my own show on another network, and that's called Resonance, and you can go to Spotify and find it on there. Um, you have to, I think you have to look up Spotify, no, you have to look up Resonance Space on the Wake Up Radio, and then you'll be able to find it on, on Spotify. I tried to look it up. I couldn't find it. The person even gave me a link. And I still couldn't find it. But she said if you look up Resonance and uh, on the wakeupradio.com, you'll be able to find it. So go do that and uh, get me something else to do. But as you know, we do a daily podcast here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Not Friday, Saturday, or Sunday because even the good Lord took the seventh day off. But I take the... Fifth, sixth, and seventh day off because I like to relax. You know what I mean? So the first thing that we're going to talk about tonight is YouTube. YouTube was so instrumental along with Google, Facebook, and Twitter to get Donald Trump unelected that they, in fact, are helping out the Democrats through and through. They are all globalist organizations. They all monitor us. They all shadow ban and so on and so forth. If we remember all of the videos that were expunged from YouTube, anything that was critical of Joseph Biden, anything that was critical of Dr. Fauci or the vaccines, goodbye. Anything supported Donald Trump, goodbye. No more. Sorry to hear that. But according to YouTube, after listening to feedback around well-being and targeted uh, viewers, we've decided to take the next step. If you're part of this small experiment, you might spot one of these designs in the coming weeks. And what did they decide to do? While, good gracious, they decided to remove the dislike button from their videos. And do you know why? It's because YouTube, Google, and Alphabet are all in the tank for the globalist Democrat agenda. Because too many people were disliking Joe Biden videos from the official The White House YouTube uh, account that YouTube had to take the extra steps of removing the option to even dislike the video. So in one example, they had 878 likes and over 12,000 dislikes. So you get where we're going with this. And a lot of people decided to chime in with their opinions. In fact, Screenshots indicated that there were, I think, about three Joe Biden videos and YouTube decided to just randomly remove 16,000 dislikes because they felt that those dislikes were put there from bots. But even after the adjustments, there were five videos after those three on the channel and all five, if you total up all of them, had 14,000 likes compared to the 60,000 dislikes. So we understand that Joe Biden might need a little help here because nobody likes him. And are we really supposed to believe, really supposed to believe that Joe Biden got more votes than any other president in the history of forever? 
when he can't even get enough likes on YouTube to outnumber his dislikes? I should say not. So we bring this up quite often on this podcast, and that is the fact that America is back, baby. America is back to gun running and drug running and human trafficking. That's why we have all these kids on the border. That's why we have no border and anyone is allowed to come into the United States. And even you have these stories in California about kids that are migrating across the border being taught in person while kids across the United States that just happen to be citizens are being taught via Zoom classes a couple of days a week. So what gives those kids that are illegally crossing the border so much more power that they can be taught in person than an American citizen that also happens to be actually a U.S. citizen, not an American citizen, um, that happens to have uh, grown up here. Now, here's another interesting thing. Being that the drug trafficking rings are being reestablished under Joseph Biden, Reuters had reported that basically human intelligence within the drug cartels in Mexico have dried up. So let me explain it to you. What that means is people within the Joe Biden administration aligned with the drug cartels that are involved with human trafficking, gun running, and drug running into the United States have just sort of slipped and left information regarding the sources that have infiltrated the cartels so that cartel members could know who they are and take them out quietly, if not bloodily, if bloodily is a word. You get where I'm going with this. You see the kind of people that Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are. And of course, on and on it goes. On and on it goes. Most, according to one senior U.S. law enforcement official, even though he's not supposed to talk to Reuters, he did. Most of our important cases are at a standstill. If we have to report our sources to the foreign ministry, it jeopardizes our sources and methods. The system is set up intentionally now so that the Mexican law enforcement cannot help us. Without U.S. support, it will be difficult to contain the crime. This is exactly what I've been saying all along. And they said human intelligence is drying up. The big winners here are the cartels. It's just what the cartels wanted so that they can expand their reach and smuggle more deadly drugs into the United States, as former DEA head Timothy Shea said that one. Like we brought up many times before, this is on purpose. This whole thing is on purpose. No crises, no crisis is ever just popping up out of nowhere. When it comes to COVID and Russiagate and Ukraine Gate and the migrant crisis at the border, none of this it just happens. BLM, Antifa, none of that just happens. That's all orchestrated. COVID, take that for example. On and on we go. So these cartels are aligned with people within the Biden administration. And if you think I'm lying, I'm not. 
if you think I'm going to name stuff, I'm not. That's all I'm going to give you. Because nothing else explains this kind of behavior. Why the federal government basically stands down when it comes to illegal migration across the borders. Why the the powers that be in Washington, D.C., which, by the way, they're still fenced in behind barbed wire and three rings of uh, chain link fence. That, that, that hasn't stopped. Just because they stopped reporting on it doesn't mean that the situation has changed. What I mean all the time when I say America is back, this is what I'm talking about. They want all of those drugs back into the country. They want people to begin to be drugged up once more. Because Trump, for what it's worth, put a stop to a lot of it. Not all of it, because there are high-level people involved in all of this. But Trump put a big dent in a lot of it. Go to New York State. New York State, on April 2nd, starts to unleash its Excelsior Pass. Its Excelsior Pass basically means that you can't go to a venue, a music event, a sporting event, or whatever, unless you've proven that you've gotten your vaccine with a QR code. Doesn't that remind... Oh, isn't that a HIPAA violation? What business of it is of yours to determine whether or not I've had a vaccine, whether or not I'm up to date with my shots, whether or not I've had a negative COVID case or test. You can tell I've done a lot of podcasting tonight because I can't say the words anymore. (laughs) So how is this okay? This is the typical Democrat playbook where they do everything illegal and then by the time you catch up with it legally, it's already too late and it's ingrained in society and you can't unwind it. And all of a sudden it has to become legal. They do this all of the time. And where are the Republicans to counter all this? Nowhere, because they're aligned with them. But the rhetoric is just that. It's just rhetoric. They're not going to do anything to stop all of this. They're on the same side behind closed doors. They're getting money from the same people. So that's why there's no real resistance to any of this. You're looking at the absolute takeover of what it is to be a free American. You're never going to see that again. So what did he do? In, what did Cuomo do in, uh, as a reward to the people of New York and a way to shut them down and to shut them up? Why, Cuomo, governor of New York, allowed people to smoke weed and marijuana legally. Yes, you can do it all day long in New York. There is a purpose behind that. And that purpose is they do not want you to resist anything. So they'll allow you to drink. They'll allow you to smoke weed. They don't want you to think. They want you to be at ease. As long as you got your baseball games and your basketball games and football games and your weed and your wings and your beer and your liquor, then just shut up and accept your stimmy checks so that you can continue along with your worthless lifestyle. Oh, and don't forget, make sure you get your vaccines, which are really nothing more than gene therapy platforms. So since, now we brought this up also. 
uh, the day of Biden's inauguration, the World Health Organization came out and said, oops, by the way, all of those PCR tests that you've been giving, uh, the threshold, the measurement of how you test for a positive COVID case is a little bit too high. And since you've been doing it at that level, that's a little bit too high. You've resulted in anywhere between 50 and 90% false positives. So that basically means that all of your testing results are bunk. It means none of them mean anything. Means nothing. And they've done studies since that change occurred. This is according to, what is this according to? I think it's according to the New York, no, it's not according to, let's see, I don't even know. Where is this information coming from? I do believe, ah, here we go, it's actually coming from the CDC. This article is found on humansarefree.com, but uh, they take their data from the CDC. Long and the short of it, as soon as they adjusted that criteria, there was a 62% decline in positive COVID cases. Now, out of that 62% decline of COVID cases, how many of those are still false positives? And another question for you, being that positive COVID cases have declined, due to the adjustment and how things are measured. Shouldn't we take all of the rest of the data of positive COVID cases and chop that by 62% all throughout 2020 to get a real idea of the damage and the scourge that COVID-19 actually is? I think we should. And another question. If there is this 62% decline, and if we really siphon out what a true COVID case is, where only COVID is the culprit, not pneumonia and the flu categorized and thrown into the same column as COVID, why are we experiencing more and more restrictions on a global scale? Where is this quote-unquote third wave coming from? France just got locked down again. New Jersey is telling New York, don't open up anymore because we're not and we can't afford another life to be lost to COVID. One life is just too many. Somebody is playing us here. And once again, I would gaze upon none other than the four-eyed, hook-nosed, beady-eyed thief, Dr. Anthony Fauci, for continuing this hoax of a pandemic. And that's the last call with Chris Michaels for the last day of March, March 31st, 2021.